0: Welcome to Be The Scandal, the sacred rebellion of being your most authentic self. I'm your host, Danny Hickman. If you've been enjoying this podcast, I invite you to take a moment to rate my podcast and click subscribe. This helps people learn about Be The Scandal and gives them the opportunity to join this journey of radical self-love. Now let's jump into the episode. Did you know that your past experiences could be influencing your here and now? I want you to think about areas in your life that you're really struggling in. Maybe it's your career or your current romantic relationship, maybe a friendship or a relationship with a family member. If you're feeling stuck in the emotional pain of it all, and it feels like you're really suffering, this is the episode for you. Sometimes when we're trying to cope with the emotional pain of what's happening in our lives we get stuck and create a lot of suffering for ourselves because we're spending a lot of time trying to move away from the pain and not necessarily getting curious and going straight to the root of what's causing our suffering. We all know this. We cannot avoid emotional pain. It is part of our human experience, but my offering for you, my invitation is to support yourself in getting curious so that you're not spending time suffering You're simply spending the time that you need to spend in processing and releasing the emotional pain that is ready to go. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through a three-step process in identifying what is actually going on under the surface in these areas that you're feeling a lot of suffering. In this process, we're going to be pulling from different modalities that might sound familiar to you, cognitive behavioral therapy, EMDR, and inner child work. I'm really excited to share these techniques with you so that you can more fully support yourself in those moments or in those areas of your life where you feel stuck. So I invite you to grab your journal and let's begin. I invite you to think about an area of your life that you're really struggling in. Maybe it's your career. Maybe it's a romantic relationship or a relationship with somebody else or a relationship with yourself. On your journal page, I invite you to just jot down this area and it can be general right now. I'm gonna walk you through using an example. So I invite you to not get caught up in the details of my example, but to really hone in on the technique and apply it to your own area of suffering. So once you've named this area, let's use a relationship example. So the area is my relationship with my partner. I invite you to just jot it down on your journal page, just so you have clarity on what we're working with. And then I invite you to take a moment Maybe place a hand on your chest, take a grounding, anchoring breath. And I want you to ask yourself this question, what is the worst part about this current relationship issue? Or if the area in your life is, let's say your career, asking yourself, what is the worst part about this issue with my career? And we're inviting in whatever wants to come in. We're not judging it. And we're writing down that first thing that comes in. So using my relationship example, let's say that my answer is okay, the worst part about my current relationship is we're always fighting. And then the second question I want you to ask based on this answer is why is that not good? Now that might seem like a funny question, like a duh kind of question, but it's really important to start poking at some of our beliefs and our thoughts surrounding this issue that we're having. So if I ask myself in this moment, okay, why is it not good that we're always fighting? The first thing that pops up is, ooh, we might break up. So notice what comes up for you when you ask that question. And then I invite you to write down this answer. And as I'm going through this process with you, I just wanna insert this here. We are spending a lot of time in our head and in our mind. So I invite you just as we're going through this process to also notice what's happening in your body as we're poking around here, noticing any tightness, tension, or sensation, because we do want to bring our body into this exploration, but I'm not going to continually invite you into this episode to drop into your body, but know that is an open invitation and I want you both in your head and in your body. The next set of questions is going to be more cognitive therapy oriented. If you've listened to my podcast before, these are not going to be new questions. You know, I love this line of questioning. And so I'm going to invite it here to get curious into these thoughts that we're having surrounding this issue and the core belief where these thoughts are coming from. So based on your last answer, using my example, my answer was, "Ooh, okay, it's not good because we might break up. I'm going to ask myself the question of, what does it say about me if we break up? So using your own answer, asking yourself, what does that say about me if this is true? And then write whatever comes up. Again, we're not filtering it. We're not judging it. We're just writing what comes. So if I took a moment with this example and I asked myself, okay, what does it say about me if we might break up? It says that I am not good at relationships. So I'm going to write that down. And then we're going to ask the same question, and you can tweak how you're asking it. So what I'm going to ask myself is, what does it say about me as a person if I'm not good at relationships? It always interests me what comes up when I ask these questions. Even going from a fake issue, we can still tap in very real thought patterns and beliefs. So it's just so interesting what's coming up for me. So whenever I ask myself that question, what comes up for me is I'm not deserving of relationships. So I'm going to write that down. So once you've written down your own thought, we're going to just keep going. So I want you to ask yourself, what does it say about me if this is true? So my example, what does it say about me if I'm not deserving of relationships? The quickest thing that comes in is I'm not good enough. Again, if you've listened to my podcast before, this is not a new belief of mine. This is a belief that is very deep rooted for me and has been around for a long time. So I'm not necessarily surprised this popped up. But knowing that this is here right now, I'm at the root of my tree. I know this is a belief. And if I keep going, it's probably going to keep being a variation of I'm not good enough. So I invite you to continue this line of questioning until you get to a version of, it's probably gonna be, I'm not good enough, I'm worthless, I'm a failure, I'm bad, or some version of that belief. So you might be asking yourself about 10 different times the version of, What does it say about me as a person? What does it mean about me if this is true? until you get to your own core belief. You'll know that you got to your core belief when it feels like you can't go any further, like nothing maybe is coming to your mind. Or it feels like really emotionally painful. It feels like, oh, like you're punching the gut a little bit. That's how you know that you're there. And if it feels hard, if you to ask this question, it's a way to bypass our ego, is what does it say about a person, using my example, what does it say about a person if they're not good at relationships and see what comes up? What does it say about a person if they're not deserving of relationships? Because sometimes it's way easier for our ego to judge people outside of us than to judge ourselves. And we can really get a lot of information about our beliefs by asking that question. It's kind of sidestepping the ego. So here we are in my example, I'm being present with this belief, I'm not good enough. And I want to just name this here, using this example of, okay, I'm struggling in my relationship right now. Sometimes we're talking with our friends about our relationship, we're talking about what's going on and we're sharing stories around it. And that's not helping us move through the emotional pain. And it's not helping us because what's actually getting activated and triggered in that moment is this deeply held core belief. And so this is a great example of what's happening in the here and now is obviously true and real. And any other moment in time that I haven't felt good enough that my system hasn't fully processed is getting triggered in my current relationship in moments when this, I'm not good enough is triggered. And I like to name that here because for me, it brings in a lot of compassion and grace in those moments when it feels really hard. And I can say, oh yeah, of course, that I'm not good enough is here. And there was quite a few experiences in my life when I felt not good enough. And so just really being present and acknowledging that some of the emotional pain you might be feeling in the here and now is yes, here and now pain and other older pain that is simply stored in your system. Now from here, we're gonna get even more curious and really look at what past experiences are getting triggered. So when you found that core belief, so using mine, I'm not good enough. I want you to ask this question and we're gonna follow whatever comes up and it might feel funny. You might have parts that come in and say, that's weird or I don't know why that popped up and try to make sense of it or judge it. And that's okay if that happens. But as much as you can, we just want to be open to whatever the answer is. So from here, this I'm not good enough belief, I want you to ask yourself this question. When was an earlier time I felt this way? And just notice what comes up. Quickly, what comes up for me is an experience in grad school. So I was about 21 to 24 in grad school. So I'm gonna write this down, experience in grad school, and I can write as specific as I want to. So I invite you whenever you ask that question, go ahead and write specifics of this experience so that you have it and you can work with it. And then from here, I want you to ask yourself this question. When was an earlier time than that that I felt not good enough? And allow your system to guide you. When I ask myself this question, What comes up for me is an experience when I was 16 and all my friends, their parents were buying them cars and I had to save my money and buy my own car. My parents couldn't afford it. And they said, you can get a car, but you're buying it. And for whatever reason, I interpreted this experience as me not being good enough. So I would write this down. And then we're going to keep asking this question until it feels like we can't go any further. So again, I'm going to ask, when was an earlier time than this that I felt not good enough? What's popping up is a four-year-old version of me that had trouble speaking and had a speech problem. I couldn't fully pronounce my R's and I'm thinking about my caregiver that would babysit me sometimes and her name was Virginia and I would call her Virginia, and my sisters would make fun of me for it. And so it's interesting that my mind took me here to four. And then I'm gonna ask myself again, when was the earlier time than that? And right now nothing else is coming up so this is where I'm going to stop here please hear this loud and clear. There is no right or wrong here. If we zoomed out for a moment and just use my example, I bounce from, I'm 35 now, I bounce from 35, this here and now issue, then I bounce to 21, bounce to 16, and then bounce to four. When you ask this question as your adult self, when was an earlier time I felt whatever your core belief is, you might bounce all the way to childhood, or you might bounce to a space that was like last year, There is no right or wrong. We're simply letting your system guide you. This is a really great process and even getting to know your system and putting trust in your own inner wisdom to guide you exactly where you need to go. So from here, when you've reached, I'll say the bottom, one of the roots of this core belief, here's what we can do. You have a couple options here. I'm going to go with option one, because if you were sitting across from me, this is probably what we would do. We would go to that youngest version of you where the bottom of that core belief is, and we would go spend time with this part. I love visualizations. And so I would walk you through a visualization and we would attune to this part. We would connect with using my example, this four-year-old part, and we would get curious. We would introduce ourselves and we would ask curious questions. Things like, how are you feeling? What caused it? What do you want to say? Is there anything you want to tell me? Imagining that we're handing over the microphone to this part. And then I love this question. It's a variation of how can I support you? How can I help you? What do you need to feel safe? And supporting this part in processing some of that emotion that they're holding, that they're still holding from that previously lived experience. Because here's the thing. Sometimes our most traumatic moments are moments when we felt big emotional pain and we were alone in it. Those moments when we needed an attuned caregiver, an attuned parent, sibling, teacher, coach, someone outside of us to be with us and help co-regulate, help us hold this pain and be present in it with us. So this is why this inner child work is so powerful because now you're an adult, no one else is coming to save you and only you really know what this part of you needs And when you're not in a visualization, you might have parts that come up and say, well, I don't know what my four-year-old would need, or I don't know. And it's really interesting because it happens a lot with people I work with. And so what I say is, okay, let's just take a breath and let's just ask directly to that part that question. And more often than not, we get an answer. We get an answer of what that part needs. So that's one thing you can do whenever you get to that bottom of the core belief And another thing, which I don't think this is a bad thing necessarily is connect with all those parts of you and do that same thing. For my example, I could do a visualization with the 21 year old version of me that popped up the 16 year old and the four year old. I think that would be really valuable. I'm all for creating relationship and supporting those parts of us that are still holding some previous emotional pain. So I invite you to do that. You can use that same line of questioning to do this exact thing. And then when you're done, making sure that we're saying a version of goodbye that feels authentic and seeing if that part needs anything from you before you go. And it's amazing when we do this work and when we get curious into, okay, I'm struggling with this thing here and now, and it feels like I can't get out of it. Where might those deeper roots be? And what other parts of me, previous parts of me might need some support in order to move through this issue in the here and now? That's what I want you to remember. If you take nothing else from this episode is when you feel like you're spinning your wheels and you're stuck in your emotional pain and you can't problem solve out of this issue, get curious into what parts of you are feeling stuck because of the core belief that's being activated in the here and now. What's coming up for me right now is how much I absolutely love this work. I am so curious into my own inner landscape and it's like I'm continually surprised at what pops up when I do this work on my own. And I just love doing this work with other people and with clients that I work with. And I'm really excited because right now I've opened my schedule up for five coaching clients. So if you're looking for support and releasing and healing trauma that is impacting your life and you are a high achieving woman and you are wanting to reconnect with your unconditional worth and live a more authentic expansive life, I would love to work with you. You can connect with me and check out this offering at www.thesacredrebelcollective.com and I'll also put the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Be The Scandal. If you like what you heard, don't forget to click subscribe so that you can join in on the sacred rebellion of being your most authentic self.